And let us begin, continuing along in a very fundamental piece, the uh, right outlook that the Chavos uh, Avavos tells us of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Hanhoga, how HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals with people in this world, and particularly when He showers upon them greatness, greatness in terms of lots of wealth, fame, power, and a person has to know that it can be for one of three reasons why he's getting this fame, this fortune, this power, this great ability, this expansion of one's business, of one's family, anything that we would consider within the goodness and the blessings of the world. And we really have to ask ourselves, and every person who is in this situation has to ask himself, is this a blessing? Is it a test? Or is actually, is it a curse? Chavis Abbas tells us it could be one of three reasons that it comes to this person. And really, the one who decides which one of the three it is, ultimately, is not the Almighty, is not HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but it's the person. In other words, as we'll see, it could be that HaKadosh Baruch Hu intended it to be a test for the person, but if he passes the test and utilizes the goodness to serve Hashem even in a better way, then he elevates it up to the blessing, the teva being for goodness and being fully a teva meis Hashem. And if he uses it in the wrong way, then he downgrades it to being actually something that's considered a punishment. So again, we said there are three reasons why a person can be given wealth and great bracha, great goodness. Either Hashem is just giving him goodness, and the simon is the indication, the litmus test, if you will. Is this being given to him just out of goodness? So it depends if he utilizes all of these extra resources for enabling him to serve Hashem better, doing the right things with the money, helping other people, giving him more time to focus on the things, the obligations that he has towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then indeed, it's a good thing. If it just gives him more worry, and he has to think, Oyvei, I need to spend more time on protecting my wealth, I have to be nervous about it, a person says, well, now that I have this much money, I see that I'm able to uh, to uh, expand my portfolio, I see I'm able to now buy uh, a new home, so he buys a new home. Oh, now he gets all preoccupied with the new home. Oh, so now that he has a bigger home, so he has to outfit it. So he has to spend more time buying new furniture. And he has to buy new drapery for the, for the windows. And, and it goes on and on. And he becomes so preoccupied, almost to the point of obsession, with this newfound wealth, this newfound, what he thought was a great bracha, a great blessing from Hashem. And really it was simply a test to see how he will behave with this money. And if he just gets caught up in the rat race, it remains as a Nisayan, which he is an utter failure in this Nisayan. So let's repeat this paragraph. And the indication to show the sign, to show that this was just a challenge to the person. money becomes all concerned and preoccupied with protecting his wealth. And now he also wants to increase it. 
because you know now that he has a lot of money, so uh, he doesn't uh, just hang out with the old friends. Now he now he uh, rubs shoulders with the bigwigs. Now that he has all this extra money, so he starts going out to eat, starts going to fancy places. He meets other people, and he says, "Huh." I thought I was wealthy. Wow, you should see this guy. So he says, well, I, I have to work my way up even more. Now he has to be concerned. What may happen? He has... Mishnah tells us in the service. One who increases possessions and wealth, he increases worry. Because he used to have to worry about just one home. Now all of a sudden he has another home. A vacation home. He has a home where it's warm, he has another house in, in Israel, oh, all of a sudden, he has so many more worries in life. He thought this was such a blessing, and Kajboru gave him all of this wealth, and all of a sudden, he's, he's, his mind is so preoccupied with all this worrying. Mashu, instead of, Mashu Chaimi Hoides instead of focusing his mind and saying, unbelievable what Hashem has given me and granted me, I have to thank Hashem every day, and by doing that, and it's sincere, then he won't allow his mind to get so caught up with the wealth of it, with the monetary value of it, but rather what, what he can do with all of that extra money and that value. And the owner of this, the recipient of this money, is tested by Hashem. All he has is extended worry. Because of the money, because of protecting it. And he's going to have to come to ultimately to an accounting of it. Like the Chavos of Us writes in a different chapter, in a different char. It says, no difference where a king allots a certain amount of wealth to one of his subjects. And whether he says it directly or it's just, it's, it's just uh, intimated. The king expects this subject of his to use the money properly. Of course, he can take what he needs to be able to function, to survive, to be able to enjoy life to the extent where then the main focus, the main purpose, is to do for the king. And if the king comes after the allotted time, the king comes, whether it's after a year, two years, five years, maybe 70 years. And the king says, well, let me make a cheshben over here. Let's take an accounting. Oh, I see. Look at that. Look at the very imbalanced. I see most of it you used for your own good time. Most of it you use for vacations. I see you didn't pay too much attention for the things that the kingdom needs to spread the name of the king. There's an echeshben of a and in a similar type of situation, similar to these types of people who are tested. All of his days are just painful. The kas in Yonai. Kas doesn't mean here anger, but it means it's 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 just it's worn down. It's it's uh, it's full of worry. This is what he becomes preoccupied with. This is just a test. The person is not even classified as a Russia. He's not an evil person. He hasn't really been doing sins. He certainly hasn't been doing good things with the wealth that he's been provided. Certainly hasn't made him a better Jew. Certainly hasn't been made him a better servant of Hashem. He hasn't become humbled by it. He hasn't been thanking Hashem. So he's certainly not in this first category of that he's using all of this with the right intentions why Hashem gave it to him. He was tested out and it could be he was a 
a dismal failure in terms of the test. He didn't understand why the extra wealth was given to him, and he failed. But he's not evil. The third category, v'simen hanekoma. But the third, the simen hanekoma, what's the indication that this was given to him actually as retribution, as punishment to this person? Well, we'll find this in the person who looks like this. Sheyia bala momoin, torud betainug boy, That the person thinks, wow, Hashem gave me all this wealth. He wants me to live it up. He wants me to enjoy as much as I can from this world. Betainug boy, with great delight in it. Uvehano, and great pleasure in it. Instead of me, instead of using the wealth to be able to pay back Hashem, in terms of his obligations to Hashem, or he has to understand that Hashem gave him this abundant of wealth, certainly it was in order to use him as a, as a shliach, to use him as a conduit to get money to people who were in great need of money. He's obligated to be able to be there to help people in a greater way. He's the he's the custodian over this wealth to be able to dispense it properly. And to always praise the one who gave him the good. But instead, he doesn't even have an inkling of all the obligations now that this necessitates because of all of this extra goodness. So again, whether this is, he became uh, more famous, his influence is greater, he became more powerful, he was given an elevation, he was given a raise, he was given a promotion. Whether a person is, is his family is expanded, he's more children, he has more grandchildren, because he, he inherited uh, a home, he inherited great wealth. All of this can be really dealt with in one of three ways. And in this third way, Chavis is saying the person takes the money and then actually brings him down instead of staying the same at best or what he should have done is going up. Look what the Pasuk that he brings in Yeshaya. This is what the people said. Oh, it's just life is a party. Life is just to enjoy and be happy. Let's slaughter the cattle. Let's shech the sheep. Let's eat meat. Let's drink wine. Let's enjoy ourselves now. Eat and drink and be merry. For tomorrow we will die. And this saying comes from the Pasuk in Yeshaya. And these are the people who not only that, they didn't appreciate what they were given in terms of increasing their obligations to Hashem, but they went the opposite direction. They start using it for, only for their own pleasure. So why is it a punishment? Because it actually brings the downfall of the person. The person starts getting involved in things that he would never have been able to be involved beforehand. Because he didn't have the means to do that. He didn't have the time to do that. All of a sudden, by being given great wealth, he now has a lot of extra time in his hands. He now has a lot of extra money on his hands. And it leads him down a path to terrible things. Things that he would never have done beforehand. But now, what am I supposed to do with all this wealth? If he didn't realign his thinking, if he didn't have the right perspective, Chavazvavah says, Hashem says, this person, let's see if I give him this 
Let's see how we'll use it. And at times it could be the greatest curse for this person. Because till now, he was at least living a mediocre life. But with this great teva, this great goodness, this great wealth that he's been given, Hashem says, I'm going to test them out. And for some people, they spiral downwardly. And they end up getting into the wrong crowd. They end up doing the wrong things with the extra time, the extra money on the hands. They're able to purchase things that were never able to purchase beforehand. They're able to go places they were never able to go beforehand. And they think that just to enjoy themselves now. Viyamra, another pasik, Vayakinor, Venevel, all these uh, different instruments, the harp and the lyre, Taifichalil, the drums and the flute, Viyayin Mishtayin, Mishtayin, drink wine, as Poyal Hashem Le'abitu. And all of the handiwork that Hashem is doing and Hashem has done, Le'abitu. The blind to it, it doesn't even is not even on their radar. All the thing because they get so involved because of what money can buy, they get so involved in material pleasures of this world. It leads to that all of the wonders of Hashem they don't see, all of the doing of Hashem, whether the doing is bringing great bracha to the world or even when the, the, the doing is bringing calamities to the world. They also don't see it. What? Life is good for me. Feel bad for the others and, who don't have it. But for me, life's a party. And this person, really? This is really a great punishment to the person in the disguise of goodness. Everybody always thinks, you ask anybody, unless they actually think about it, they're honest, or they have thought about it before. You ask somebody, would you like to get $10 million deposited into your bank account tomorrow? Oh, that's great. Most people would just say, that's terrific, of course. And they start dollar signs going through their eyes, start thinking in their mind, oh, what's the first thing that I'm going to do when I, when I uh, find out, wake up tomorrow morning, there's $10 million in my bank account. And really, Chavis Avava says, it could be the greatest curse. It could be a punishment for Hashem because it's a test what the person is going to do with it. And really, all of these three, is not what Hashem decided it's going to be, but what the person decides going to be. And we finish this piece, the fifth, the Hamaskil, the one who uses his wisdom, the one who uses his seichel, when any goodness will come his way, when Hashem will bless him with goodness, and he now is, is the, the recipient of things that he can do whatever he wants with it. If his attitude is the, the one who uses the seich, the yikona, he will humble himself. Because he really has great trepidation. Really the person who's blessed with such great wealth has the right attitude. Then one who has wisdom, the wise one, will say, Let me make sure, why is Hashem giving me all this goodness? Do I really deserve it? Maybe Hashem is giving it to me as a punishment. Maybe Hashem says, you know, he doesn't really deserve to to live the good life in Elam Abba. Like the Pasik says, Umashalem El Ponov Lahavidoi, Umashalem Lasoinov El Ponolavidoi. Hashem is to those who, who hate Hashem and he hates them because they don't do Hashem's will. Hashem says, I'm going to pay them in advance for the good things they did. Every, every Yid does good things, 
The person once gave a little tzedakah. The person once helped out a person. Another year, he did a chesed. The person once said it omen properly. He kept Shabbos a few times. Everybody has done things that are good. So he has to get paid for that. But Hashem says, but by and large, he's not someone who lives for, for me, Hashem. He lives for himself. Hashem says, let me give him all of his reward in this world. And then the person all of a sudden gets a pot of gold and he thinks, ah, this is wonderful. And meanwhile, it could be a destruction for him. It could be his ticket to lose his entry to Elam Abba. So the masculine thinks, why is Hashem giving this to me? And he makes sure to get on his game and he makes sure that I'm afraid why Hashem gave me this. Like it says, sometimes wealth, sometimes is there to bring bad, to bring evil to the person who is the recipient of it. And therefore the person has to make sure how to use the wealth properly. And if he uses it to only praise Hashem, or if he uses it to enable him to do even more in his obligations to Hashem, then indeed it's a toiva. If he's ambivalent with it, he it just preoccupies it, but he doesn't go down, it's an isayan, and if he uses it for terrible things, then it's nekama. A good tenach, Rabbi Yisrael.